Hello and welcome into another episode on the Labumba Pastors blog. I'm Masumba Jonathan. Our lesson today is a rebroadcast from our series on the book of Proverbs. The title of the lesson is Do You Know Yourself? And the text to begin is Proverbs chapter 14, verse 8. It says this, The wisdom of the prudent is to discern his way, but the folly of fools is deceiving. The contrast in this verse between wisdom and folly is the ability to see inside yourself to judge your true motives. The wise person knows himself. The fool deceives himself. The Bible gives us quite a few warnings about this truth. Consider these texts, first from Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9, which says, The heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately sick, or some translations read desperately wicked. Who can understand it? We convince ourselves that we do things for good reasons, when in actuality, we may have impure motives for the things we are doing. For example, there could be a man driving a boda, and he drives by an elderly gentleman walking along a road, and he doesn't stop to pick up the elderly gentleman, but then later on as he continues driving, he sees a beautiful woman walking by herself along the road, and he stops and offers the woman a ride and gives her a ride to her destination. When asked why the man gave the lady a ride, he may say, oh, I was just trying to be kind. But if he was just concerned about being kind, why didn't he ask the older man if he needed a ride since he was the first person that he drove past? And this is what we, what the Bible is talking about there in Jeremiah 17, 9 and Proverbs 14, 8 about drawing out the deeper motive in a sinful person's heart. Later in the book of Proverbs, in chapter 20, verse 5, we read this text, which says, The purpose in a man's heart is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Ugandan culture seems quite indirect to me, in, in my perspective, since I come from a, a Western perspective. People tell you one thing as a way of telling you another. <clears throat> Someone sends me a message asking for prayer, telling me that the situation is difficult and they are lacking at home, they don't have things, they have these needs, and then they say, you know, Masumba, please pray for me. Often I have found the person is not just asking for prayer, but they are asking for material help, be it with money or, or whatever the need might be. Another story to the indirectness of Ugandan culture. I once had a, 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 I have a friend who once had an employee in his ministry call him and tell him that uh, the, the vehicle he was driving had failed. And my friend inquired, how had it failed? What had happened? And the driver told him, you come and see. And when my, my friend arrived at the, the place where his driver said the car had failed, he found that the driver had driven off of the road and ran into a tree that was along the side of the road. So it was not that the car had failed. It turned out that the driver who was driving had made a mistake and had ran the car into the tree. 
you certainly couldn't blame the tree in that situation. It was the driver's fault. It was obviously also not the car's fault. But such is the way that that we phrase things because we don't really want to be responsible for making the mistake and receiving the blame ourselves. Our proverb today speaks to the, the layers, the depths in the human heart. It warns us that we can be deceived by the layers of our own heart. Have you ever met anyone that has no self-awareness? Self-awareness is, is knowing yourself, un- understanding yourself, having a, uh, a correct estimation of yourself, strengths, weaknesses, what you need to work on, and so forth. Uh, an example of someone who has no self-awareness would be, say they go and they, they play football and they get very, you know, when they've been running and sweating and you get rather smelly working so hard and then they enter a taxi and they are smelling themselves but they ask other passengers why the taxi smells so bad that would be a lack of self-awareness they don't realize oh i'm the one who's causing the place to smell are we self-aware as believers if i asked you what your greatest sin weaknesses are would you tell them to me or would you tell the ones that don't sound so bad a man is committing adultery and he says oh my greatest weakness is i i try too hard to please people can i answer honestly to myself about that question the bible is sometimes described as a mirror it's a unique mirror since it shows us what we actually look like in comparison with what god wants us to look like Remember, we're all being transformed into the image of God's Son. That's God's purpose as he's sanctifying us for his his use. The Bible confronts us with our heart problems. It shows us how sinful we are. A good example is Jesus' command about forgiveness. Say I'm holding a grudge against someone, and then I read in Scripture that unless I forgive, God will not forgive me. That's a very confrontational statement if I'm holding a grudge against someone else. But you know what we sometimes do? We convince ourselves that we are being obedient and that we are right before God, even when in actuality we are not. Consider this example, lastly, about a Pharisee and tax collector who went up to pray. This is taken from Luke 18, verses 10 to 14, where we read, Two men went up into the temple to pray one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. What does this man's opinion of himself and his description here suggest to you? He thought he was perfect, right? He began his prayer by thanking God that he was better than all other men. He said that he didn't struggle with these sinful desires that these other men did. And therefore, he thought he was righteous before God based on his own righteousness. And then in the second part of the the story that Jesus is telling, we read about the tax collector. It says, but the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. 
I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Which of these men truly knew himself? Which man pleased God and was justified in his prayer? It was the honest one, the tax collector, who admitted his sin. So lastly, friends, let's ask ourselves, am I discerning my way? Can I see my motives and my weaknesses and what God needs to work on me in? Or am I deceiving myself? God bless you all.